you've got yourself something funky. Welcome back to Lipstick Laundry. This is your girl, Shiny, and as always, I am here to discuss all types of laundry with you. The clean, the dirty, and everything in between. Let's sort it out. So how y'all doing? How was everyone's week? I hope it was all good for everyone. Now, um, let's get into the soapbox, okay? Now, the soapbox is things that happen during the week that deserves mentioning. Um, okay, so let's start off with Tyler. Just a quick update. It was confirmed that the heifer will be going to Tyler's new school. I just, I just can't even believe it. If you haven't caught the last episode, which is the one with me and my daddy... I was talking about how I was so excited for Tyler to start kindergarten at a completely different school with completely different people only to find out that his daycare school director is now about to go be a kindergarten teacher. Like, what the fuck? Like, are you kidding me? But whatever. I digress. I ain't gonna touch it. I say nothing to this lady until... August school morning. August morning, I am walking straight up into that principal's office and letting them know all the tea. Just go ahead and keep her over there and keep my kid over here. So stay tuned for that. But the biggest thing that happened this week is LL hit 2,000 followers, y'all, and I am so thankful. I don't know why y'all here. I don't know how y'all found me, but I'm excited that you're here, and you will love it here, okay? Just go ahead and listen to all them episodes and get familiar because we crazy over here. Now, I've been thinking about this for a while, and everyone has been asking me for a while, and I've said no or just kind of shifted away from it, but... Shiny's going live, y'all. Shiny's going live July 1st. Okay, that's the first day of the month of my birth. Okay, cancer, gang, gang. All right, we gonna be lit. All right, now y'all know I'm nervous. And, ugh, okay, I just, I just need y'all to come support me. Because if not, I'm going to cry. Okay, maybe not, but really, I'm not kidding. I might. I don't know. But be there July 1st at 8.35. Not 8.30, not 8.32, but 8.35. Shiny goes live, okay? I just be ready to type my shit during y'all lives and not talk it, but now I'm going to talk it, okay? I got special guests three of them all right so okay good so now we up to four that's gonna be in the live so i'm not i, I might not be by myself because i at least done secured three people to be there with me okay good so i got the special guest like i said i got topics and i am giving away merch live um certain y'all can't enter this contest because of obvious reasons y'all know me too well but it's gonna be litty it is going to be litty also i want y'all to drop your drawers and ask me 
any type of question you want to ask me and I will answer it live, okay? It's going to be Liddy. Shiny goes live July 1st at 8.35. Be there or I don't know. Just be there, okay? Now, let's get into today's Wash Dry No Fold. Okay, so today's Wash Dry No Fold is all about research and learning from your tribe for me. Okay, now, um, as you guys know, I was told that my son was diagnosed with um, ADHD, which is Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, and that was back in May. Now, before then and all through now, I'm always doing my research always trying to understand, you know, that basically some of the things, you know, is out of his control and all that stuff. So today I brought in someone who is on their own journey with the same with their child. Um, Devin, I want to thank you for stepping into the lipstick laundry today. Oh, thank you so much for the invite. Absolutely. Please introduce yourself and your platform. Uh, so my name is Devin. Like Shiny said, I'm a social worker from Texas. Um, I actually started this Instagram page called ADHD Parent um, maybe a year, a year and a half ago after my son was actually um, diagnosed with ADHD. So the page was initially started to just really vent mm -hmm. um, a lot about like our day-to-day -day things, different things. Um, that I would notice with him or um, things that I noticed that would help and then it just like blossomed into this place where parents bounce off ideas mm -hmm. share resources consult mm -hmm. and just different things like that yes it is definitely a safe place for somebody like me because every time I come across your post I'm just like oh my god <laughs> yes yes this is real out here. Somebody else is feeling my pain. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll get into it, but it's, it's hard out here. It is definitely hard out here. Um, so Devin, before we get started, do how many children do you have? So I just have one. My son, he's eight. Okay. And he's eight. All right. So tell us a little bit about, um, and his name, I'm, I'm going to say Z. Yes. Tell we call him Z. Tell me about Z's temperament um, throughout the years, you know, before diagnosis. So before diagnosis, my son has always been extremely hyper. Mm -hmm. um, I remember him being a baby real vividly. I was still in the hospital, okay? I had just had a C-section and my son was already trying to hold his head up. <laughs> and yes. at that moment, like, of course, you're like, oh, babies just being babies kids that young of course mm -hmm. you can't tell if they have ADHD or not but I'm like wow well, he's busy mm -hmm. like he's literally like a day old and he's like throwing his head up and that I always think about that or was reflect upon it no he wasn't premature he was six pounds I want to say 12 ounces okay, so he okay. was a, a fairly you know regular or whatever normal quote-unquote size baby right but um he I just remember him throwing his head up and around like that and I was like somebody hit me <laughs> right like I remember as baby. well from birth with Tyler like he was always kicking his feet mind you he is premature mm -hmm. he is four pounds two ounces laying there and he's still yeah. giving the nurse hell when she's trying to change him and move <laughs> wires and all that stuff he still got legs kicking 
growing you know uh-huh. throughout the months the first couple of months like i got him these these little bed slippers that everybody was dying laughing at because they had footballs on him and because mm-hmm. he was always kicking them feet you know <laughs> he really That's didn't look football. like he was a footballer it was crazy oh my goodness that is so funny but yeah I always tell people that story because of course I, I didn't know then right and his dad um is the same so I'm like maybe he'll just like as the years went by you know he's still very hyper mm-hmm. always into something is paying attention to one thing then immediately at the drop of the dime I'm not interested in it anymore mm-hmm. I want to go do something else but his like when I say his dad is like that to the T yeah and that was one of the things that I was attracted to in his dad because I'm like this is fun like you know we're always doing something different he always have all this energy you know we're never bored all this energy but if you it's draining (laughs) after when it comes to being a baby when you have the baby version that ain't nothing to play with it got draining so fast after we had our son and I'm like hey one you're gonna have to only one of you can act like this (laughs) right you can either keep running around you know hyper inattentive distractible or he can't I cannot do both at the same time so it was one of those things um where he was like you know as he gets older um He'll learn how to handle those behaviors, you know, just like I did. And I'm like, did you? Because you still act like this. And he's four. Okay. <laughs> like, did you learn? Okay. So um, my son didn't really, thankfully, we had family and friends to really watch him in those years between mm-hmm. birth and four. Mm-hmm. Um, so between birth and four, you know, we just chalked it up to, Oh, you know, he's just being a boy. Oh, he just right. acting like his daddy or oh, whatever. He was fine. Da, da. But when he started school, shiny. Oh my goodness. Ooh. Like it was for lack of better words, I felt like I was in hell. In the, yeah. like one degree lower or hot, like more hotter than hell. Like it was Same horrible. Sis. Like th- the behaviors. And them just trying to have him fit into this box. Like, you can't be hyper in class. You have to pay attention to this. You can't do all of this stuff. It was so many um, rules that he was not, you know... And I don't think... I don't think daycare teachers are, like, trained. They don't go through, you know... I think think they just come off the street. Like, okay, yeah, I love kids. Sure. (laughs) Let me just go do a couple little, you know, online courses and boom, I'm here to look after your kid for eight hours. But unless you know a kid or deal with a kid like ours, you just going to be like, oh, he's out of control. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, he did not go to any type of daycare or formal setting. He started in pre-K Yeah. Um, at a formal like public um, school. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, maybe, you know, he just needs some a few days to get used to it girl the weeks went by months went by they like hey this hey he cannot be here like this it's you emotional. Calls every day don't it oh my god I, I lost the job I ended up getting fired from a job I had been on uh, well yeah I had got job um fired from that job um because of, because you I had was, to go like pick him up and stuff like that yeah so I was working two jobs um I ended up getting fired from one of the jobs because it was very like um 
time like constraint like you would get occurrences if you leave earlier if you call out Mm -hmm. so I was working my main job like seven to three then I would go pick him up and then we would go home and then I had this um job that I would do at home and it was like from four to 10, but by the time I got off from dealing with, you know, I done been called all day in my, my full-time regular job. I'm already like getting written up in my regular job. And mm-hmm. then my part-time job, I can't do it because at nighttime, I'm trying to really figure out, like spend time with my son or, you know, take him. So he was, he started doing play care therapy. Yeah. So um, the school, we we were in a really good school district, I think, because mm-hmm. just like talking to other parents and hearing their experiences of stuff, the school would just like shut their door in these people's face. Yep. And like money is restricted. Like, look, I'm already working two jobs. I can't, right. I'm working two jobs to afford like rent and groceries and stuff. The regular like, stuff. Yes, I don't have any extra money to go hunt a child psychiatrist to figure out you know what's going on but thankfully the school district that he's in um like put us on a list to get evaluated for different Mm -hmm. you know help and stuff but it took so long so in the means of us being on their waiting list they're like he cannot be here at this school we don't have the um, resources to help him they sent him to another school it's called like a early childhood behavioral type of setting Ah, okay so each teacher is dual certified so Mm -hmm. it'll be a teacher certified in you know k through whatever public education like elementary education and then the teacher is certified also in special education see that's what i'm talking about those are the ones that's where we need to be yes so he went to that school and they classified him as um suspicion of emotional disturbance because the the biggest part of my son's ADHD at the beginning was the emotional dysregulation piece okay he would cry he would run away he would scream he just any any emotion that you feel just um, amplified time yes a million yeah and you I know feel- I feel the same way in regards to Tyler as well, um, yeah. where his, you know, I, I don't know if you checked into my history or whatever, but, you know, his does have an emotional um, emotional side as well, because he did mm-hmm. lose his father when Aww. he was two. Um, you know, we lost uh, an, my energizer bunny, my adult energizer bunny. Mm-hmm. Um, we lost him when... Tyler was two so Tyler was in school from the time he was one he was always in daycare always going somewhere and then COVID happened and then he was home that whole year okay Mm -hmm. so now you know when he's four and a half okay sir you're about to start kindergarten it's time to go to the pre-k world that school when I tell you I've been getting hail Oh my God. You know what I mean? Because the calls are coming every day. Um, and then I don't like the lady. Like, I just, I just feel like when you don't know, you don't understand, you just immediately put the child in a bad box. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. So in turn, now I got beef with the school and I can't yeah. wait 
for August for him to start regular school because yeah. they're just not understanding anything about him. I mean, did you kind of feel when he was attending school that your that the teacher kind of leaned into or was saying, hey, maybe you should take your child to the doctor, you know, all the learning um, abilities or all the learning um, techniques that we're trying to use isn't working on him. They were telling me, you know, that they were concerned because Tyler is not learning everything he needs to learn for kindergarten. I'm over there freaking out. This is first time yeah. other stuff. Okay. Right. And gone. I'm just like, Oh my God, he needs arithmetic by kindergarten. You know what I mean? They just yeah kill your vibe, like completely just kill your vibe. And then you go to the doctor and then you, you find hope. So tell me about your experience with, finally just being like all right when are we going to the doctor and getting some type of diagnosis well his school was my son went to three different schools in a year wow so for for us I feel that the school the school district really tried to utilize the resources that they had right to use but they I feel like maybe if they would have said earlier we don't know <laughs> we just we're just trying and I feel in my heart that they did everything by the book but yeah. I feel like sometimes it needs to be a little off the script or if they could have just said we don't know Devin we are trying the best that we can we mm-hmm. tried this setting at the regular you know school with just the teachers who are certified in education mm-hmm. that didn't work then we we did the first evaluation and that evaluation was between four and five I want to say or maybe he was five okay. and I want to say that for them it was too early for them to um say that he had ADHD so they just put oh. a blanket so the blanket was the suspicion of the emotional disturbance uh-huh. and that sent him to this other school where the teachers are like dual certified and that school really did good. Like it helped him with a lot of his emotional dysregulation piece, but still, so now we got that under control, but now we don't know, like we, he's still hyper, hyper right. inattentive, he impulsive. So what are we going to do about that? So then they're like, okay, uh maybe we should have him evaluated again but he needs to be a little older so then he goes to this other school where they have like a behavior support center mm-hmm. and this room is for kids who they just need to go in there and blow some steam it's a safe place for them to break stuff like if right. you having a bad day you want to go here and break something you go go to the behavior support center Okay. break something but you'll still be in a um they're not teaching you tools you right so you'll still be in a classroom setting uh-huh. but um so you have the teacher regular teacher class and then the behavior support center it has teachers who are dual certified so those teachers are teaching them um how to deal with their emotions and i think a a big part of my son's emotional regulation was him learning like you don't have to be happy all the time. You don't have to be happy all the time. Stuff sucks. Yeah, Kids need to learn that sometimes stuff sucks. Mm-hmm. And 
half of it is teaching them that it's okay to release that feeling. Right. You do not have to walk around holding all of the carrying five years old, carrying all this stuff inside of you all day. That's where the blow up part come from. That's yeah. where we see kids breaking classrooms. That's where we see kids, you know, trying to run away from teachers. Now the teacher done got injured because right. <laughs> they just trying no. to hold the kid. But in reality, the kid is dealing with something that's bigger than what's manifesting physically. Right. It has something to do with emotional, mental stuff that's going on with them. Right. So the behavior support center it is there for them. If you want to go in here and fall out and cry and do all that stuff, they have that there. But it's also like three or four teachers and a counselor in there for them to talk to and talk through those situations about what it is that they're feeling. Mm -hmm. But I think for kids that age, it's important for them to have a space where and even grownups, like it's important for us to have a space. Fact. Sometimes I feel like screaming, you know? And that's my business. If I want to scream it out, I'm going to scream it out. Period. But then, you know, after, then we can get through the, um, you know, coping skill, working piece. But I just think we need a space to, a safe space to blow up mm -hmm. and somebody right there to fall back on and catch us and teach us, you know, this is why this happened. Yeah. And then this is, it might happen again. <laughs> you know, we don't know. It might yeah. not, this may happen again. But if you are ever in this situation or space again, this is how we can go. And I have seen like before, I would never leave my son with people yeah. like daycare. I would never like uh, play care and like going out, you know, having a life as a 29 year older, I would be so self-conscious like, oh, I can't, you know, I can't go out because so I don't have crazy. nobody to leave my son with who will understand what he's going through right or you know I have to give a disclaimer yeah he could come over but he don't like this this might happen da, da, da. Yeah. but now like I don't have to do all that because he he's eight but he's been taught coping skills he knows like Man. what to do if he's in a situation and you know he getting hyper or Mm -hmm. He need to go sit down. Like, yeah. I feel like I had developed a PTSD or hypervigilance about it because yeah. I would drop him places and I would be waiting on my phone ring. <laughs> like, I went like, out. I feel you so much. Like, you have no idea. Like, your page shows me that, all right, there's hope. You know, yes. he's going to get to a point where he, you know, it, it's all going to work out. But right now, with the calls from the daycare and the, you know, the diagnosis just there, but nothing's really happening because mm -hmm. girl, from the time I hit you, I hit you up like immediately after diagnosis, because I immediately oh. just threw myself into finding out what I could do. What's what exactly is happening here? First of all, you got to deal with the guilt. Like, did I do something? Which yeah. is why this happens, you know? why 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 is my kid the different kid you know what I mean right. because you look at your friends and you see their children you know their children sometimes might get out of hand and I'm that's the time I'm like yes yes shit around here looking normal <laughs> you know what I mean because right. my kid is everywhere when we go out I Tyler's name is being called constantly by the other kids because he doing something 
you know what I mean? And my friends are good where I don't even really think they see him as different. They just say, child, I got a lot of energy, you know, and it may Mm -hmm. go away or it may not, but you know, you're doing your thing. You know what I mean? My friends are really good at that. How are your friends with Z? Oh my God. My friends are like, so, cause I have anxiety. Mm -hmm. So and that's just base baseline for me. I am an anxious introvert. So I'm already reclusive. <laughs> just that's just my nature to be. Yeah. So when my son was diagnosed with ADHD, it made me even more of a recluse, but like in a more sad state. Cause now I'm feeling like, oh my God. I've already, COVID. you know. The lost my job. I gotta deal with this, and my friends are like, "Hey, man, you know it's okay. Like it is okay. Like this is not like the end of the. It's not the end of the world type of thing. Right. But they let me know like my feelings are valid. Like yes. just like you said, the the things that I have to think about or worry about with my son, like they just drop their key. I'm like, y'all just drop y'all keys off at three right. in the morning and nothing. <laughs> Like, wow, that's amazing. Mm -mm, Like, yeah, like now, now, I think. But for a long time, I would would just be looking at my phone like, oh, my God, they going to call me today. And Mm -hmm. thankfully, this last school he's been at, he this is his home until like sixth grade or whatever. So that has been... uh, I really feel like the diagnosis really just lifted the fog of stuff because I'm one of those people. And I think people in general, we feel so helpless as individuals when we don't have, when it's like, woe is me. Oh, but I'm a solution based person, but I need a name for it. I'm like, what is it called? (laughs) What is it? What is it? If you tell me what it is, I can fix it. But if I don't know yes. what it is, I don't know what to do. So I think um, the diagnosis just lifted that fog for us. And ever since, it's just been like a, a 360. And I feel like me and my son's relationship has improved because I'm one of them, you know, stop, you know, sit down, don't do that. All day. All day, I'm yelling. It's so, yes, it has changed so much. That's to, amazing. Like, it does not, that doesn't work for him. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. I love that because I'm the girl, you know, I was looking at myself um, the other day. Um, my son got invited to a pool party. Now, you know, I'm freaking the fuck out. Okay. Yeah. Um, he got invited to a pool party and I'm like, all right, we're going to go. I'm like, you know, this is after the diagnosis. And with my research, I've realized that lists work for not just myself, but for Tyler as well. Like if I tell him, all right, listen, Tyler, we're going to go here. Remember four things. Don't touch, don't, um, no kicking, no touching, no whatever. If I if I make a list and I say, okay, these are the four things and I repeat it to him, then mm-hmm. it works. Oh, that's perfect. Right. So I'm like, all right, every morning before we go to school, we have a list of things that we say that we're not going to do. Same thing for this pool party. I'm like, listen to me. If you do not listen one time, we are going home. So make sure you listen. My boy was amazing. We had a good time. He listened, you know, everything. And I have his cousins with him. Um, He has twin cousins that are a little bit older than him. So, you know, they're used to 
watching him all the time to almost to the point where they're not having fun. And I don't like that stuff at birthday parties. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just, it was so good. Like even they were like, Oh wow, Tyler, you were such a good boy today. And I'm like, Oh good. Yes. I know that felt so good for him to hear him. T- yes. You know, cause he loves, he loves being a good boy and he tries so hard. He tries so hard child, but it's like something in him that just says, how old is he? He's five now. Okay. Yeah, he's gonna be just fine. He's just gonna oh, be Oh, I know just that now because I done met Devin. <laughs> I, I know that now because I done met Devin. I done seen stuff. And um, I don't know if it was your page or um that other page that we both follow. But I think it was your bathroom. I saw like a list. You have a list in there for him. You took a picture of him like in the bathroom. And there was like a list that said, brush your teeth, do this, do that. I think it was you, maybe not. I don't oh know. no, I think that was a um, somebody's post that I shared. So oh, this with okay. some kids but with ADHD help, that. but you know for, what I mean? Do you have something like that? Yeah, because they, they can see it. So we use, we're big on timers, not necessarily the list part. Um, because I'm not consistent honestly I'm not consistent with the list because every day I have gotten used to with my anxiety I I like the list in the schedule but my son they give him anxiety mm-hmm. oh okay <laughs> I'm anxious but at least will give him anxiety so now he he's having something else to worry about mm-hmm. so for with him I'm trying to eliminate anything extra right to create stress and ang- anxiousness for him Mm-hmm. But he likes timers and he likes if and then. So I have to tell him, if you brush your teeth by seven, then you can make it to school for breakfast by 730. And he needs a visual timer. So yeah. he needs to be able to see the timer countdown. So in his mind, that can make him like, you know, okay, I got to get up. I got to do this. I got to do this. So he really likes the um, visual timers and stuff like that. I like that. I like that. Now, clearly, um, Texas has a lovely school system. And, um, you know, we are down here with Florida where God knows. Okay. (laughs) Let's just be glad that I'm able to hold a full conversation. And yeah. But um, I'm concerned about the school system labeling him. um, And, you know, just treating him like an other. Is that ever a concern for you? And how do you deal with that? So being first Black, I think that is a, I don't want to feel like it's something, and I'm in Texas. (laughs) So I'm a Black woman in Texas. Yeah. This is, and I don't, maybe, you know, it's something that I walk around with unconsciously. Mm -hmm. Like, are are we already being judged? We are in a predominantly, you know, Caucasian school district anyway mm-hmm. so I was already like okay now we over here you better make sure you behave <laughs> and then all of this other right. stuff yeah. you know transpires or happens but his school district has alleviated a lot of that but even so I'm still conscious like hey you can't move how you know we have to make sure that you are doing what you need to do okay you need to make sure that you are advocating for yourself and speaking up for yourself because as you grow up, 
yeah. I'm not going to be with you everywhere that you go. So I'm big on teaching my son that before he, anything else, you are a black American male in America Mm -hmm. first. You need, we're going to deal with that. Okay. But you're, you're going to have, you know, all the access to these resources. You're going to do all this fun stuff. But first it's big on him holding accountability of stuff. Like, okay, I identify as a black American male. Yeah. What what the what would this situation look like for me if I do you know X Y Z? What resource can I apply to this type of situation? Right. So I feel like that, especially here right now, with all these rules about what can and can't be taught in school and all this other stuff that's going on, mm-hmm. I'm big on education. Don't stop at home. We have to make sure that we continue to teach our kids outside of school walls. So that they can be privy to history, knowledge of themselves, and then work through all of this other stuff that we got to deal with. Which at times, because I know my son will be like, that's not fair. I got to learn all this stuff. I'm like, it's not. You do. It's not fair. (laughs) It's not fair. But I would hate for you to be 22 and looking back and you being confused about who you are or just walking around with this, you know, ADHD card not that it's a label it's just a piece of you like my anxiety is a piece of me but first I am a black American woman so you're a black American male so this is this is just some stuff that you're going to have to learn about Mm -hmm. so I think that that's the accountability part as a parent because sometimes I oh you know you just sit on the school like we don't do school at home and I'm looking at them like what a luxury right I can't (laughs) I'm not stopping school at school. School don't stop at school. School yeah. is home too. That's facts. Now, um, yeah. what do you say to those naysayers who say your son just need a good ass whooping? This is a modern diagnosis. This some bullshit. Go out there and deal with your baby and stop playing. Girl, I just let people have their own own experience of things so I have and my brother was telling me this the other day he was like you don't argue with people anymore because I am like it's not worth uh, it uh, yeah I I have been known to like be like a firecracker like at the drop of a blink of an eye like I would get into it especially about my son yes honey I would get it anybody I don't care but I have learned people are judging me based on their experience and perspective of things which more times often than not is a place of hurt they don't even have nothing to do with me so I'm like you know I feel sorry for you and people girl people hate that more than them telling you I'm like I'm sorry that that's how you feel but that doesn't work for my son but you know I appreciate your perspective and I hear your experience but that doesn't apply to me because I am not going to you know you cannot punish the ADHD out of somebody. And you will have so many people girl on that page like, oh, that's not real. Y'all need to whoop y'all kids. I'm like, yes. you know, just it's because like, you honey, got what whooped. you gonna do when you whooped his, whoop his ass and he's still sitting there smiling at you? Because <laughs> he well, a, bion- you know. a whole bionic man. Like, do you have that yes. with your kid as well? Like, nothing breaks him. Oh, no. My son is big on... It's not even physical like punishment does not hurt him yeah what hurts my son is me telling him what how what he did um hurt like hit him hit it hurt you 
So I'm like, you know, Z, you can't go around acting like that. You're not going to get invited to no party. Mm-hmm. You're making, and it's not even about me. You are, how you show up in the world, it's like your brochure to people. Yeah. So they can tell tell them if they want to be your friend, if they if you want to get invited to places, mm-hmm. if that's how you want to act, then that's on you. But if not, then you let me know. And he's like, oh, I can't act like that. <laughs> But he exactly. eight now, you know, being five, he's like, I don't care about the people. But as he get older, he's learning like the importance of relationships with people and navigating friendships. So yeah. it's important for him to be conscious about like, okay. And then even I heard him apologize to his friend the other day and it, both of them was on the phone apologizing and they are eight girl almost cried. I had to call my best friend because uh, they was at a little party and my son when he's excited he can get a little, you know, more hyper. Mm-hmm. So he ended up pushing this little boy down and you know, the little boy, oh, my knee hurt, i scraped up, blah, blah, blah. Yep. So, um my son he was like I'm so sorry I pushed you down I was just so excited to see you and be out with people I haven't been to a party in a year and I miss being around people and the little boy was like I'm sorry I yelled at you that was not right of me but that really hurt my knee and I got a scar and he's like oh I can bring you a band-aid it's okay I'm so sorry and they worked it out between themselves that's so good listen they better than a lot of adults right now I love it right I love it yes my son was hurt okay he cried the whole way home he was like he's not gonna be my friend no more and I'm so annoyed I'm like yes he will you know kids are kids and he's like he's not like he's really hurt but yeah they figured it out on their own girl I was so excited for him yeah right now with Tyler what works is me just taking away his things because you know he's my one and only so he just got a lot of things you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um and he was home for a whole year it was just like anything to keep you busy so you don't like completely aggravate the taste out your grandma and grandpa um but definitely the taking away of the things when he was getting too crazy and I came in this place and took some garbage bags and packed up every car, every Mm -hmm. patrol, (laughs) um, item, everything I packed up. And I told him, you are not getting these things until you do better in school. Mm -hmm. When the teacher tells me every evening that you've been a good boy and I have not heard from them all day, then you'll get back your stuff. And that's how he little by little started to get back his things, even though now they're yeah. like taken away again because he playing oh. types of games this week. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's it's trial and error. And once I realized that something did work, that that's where you're like, okay, good. So I can yeah. do this. Because kids, they will always mess up. But as long as you have a way to, you know, ring them back in. And I didn't for a little bit because he wasn't caring about nothing. Mm-hmm. so now we're good now now we're decent now we're we're at least three out of five of the damn days go on good. Tyler he's making an effort I'm proud of him me too girl me too <laughs> <laughs> now um I know that once we got our diagnosis of course what I think his teacher wanted which she ain't get um and I'm glad the doctor backed me up was I'm pretty sure she wa- she was she wanted medication for my son and um, my doctor refused to even discuss medication until he was six. Of course, it's all behavioral therapy for him. 
until mm-hmm. next year when he's six. Did you try medication? So I have tried none, like vitamins and different supplements and things like that. Me too. Um, which have had a lot of some good results, oh. some nothing. Uh-huh. But none of them with no like adverse reactions or anything okay. like that. I think the biggest thing for my son was therapy. A lot yeah. of it was play therapy, just in like exposing him to situations before he got himself into it. Like, right. um, how do you react if somebody skip you in line? What do you do if you can't wait in line? What that should you do? Was funny. Or you tell know, them the story. Tell them the story. <laughs> Yeah, well, so it, we ended up writing a book about just a real brief book about his um, ADHD diagnosis evaluation thing. So my son had a big, like he would, we would pull up to the school, girl, he run out the car and I'm just like, bye, the teacher's got to deal with it now because I'm going to go to work. I've got to get, I got to pay the rent now. So um, he would just skip everybody in the lunch line. And he, at this point, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't pushing them or, you know, being aggressive. He would just walk politely straight to the line like, hey, hey, guys, hey, hello, hi, excuse me, move straight to the line. The kids standing behind him like, what's this guy's problem? He's skipping right. the line and all this stuff. And um, the teacher, like, you know, the teachers are usually like they do like the duties, cafeteria, monitor or whatever. They was like, he has to stop. <laughs> he has to stop skipping line. He's not making friends because nobody don't want to sit. So after they get their food, girl, don't nobody want to sit with him because he done skipped all of them. So he ain't right, making no friends. Now. They pissed off him, baby. So I did it to him at home, his favorite breakfast. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start making, well, I always make him like eggs and toast or some days I'm like, I'll let you have some bacon, but that's not an everyday, you're not finna eat bacon every day. So maybe I'll make bacon with it today. He can have his breakfast and he just standing there waiting. And I was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> this is for me. He's like, well, where's mine? I'm like, I don't know where your food at. This is for me. Oh, that's not fair. I said, that's exactly how them kids feel at that school Boom. every day. Can you imagine how you feel like that? If you feel like that every day, like, what are you feeling? I'm <laughs> mad. I said, okay. <laughs> This is how you make them feel at school. You start their morning off angry every day and they got to walk around like that. Mm-hmm. You start their morning mad every day. And it's not even a choice that you made consciously without thinking about it. You, you know, ran to the front of the line. But what I want you to do when you walk into school is just walk, first of all, and stand at the door and just stand there and think. How many kids are in line and how long you got until you got to get to the front of the line. Right. And after he did that, it's like, it just changed night and day. He's like, I got friends to sit with now. Good. <laughs> and breakfast. <laughs> I'm like, Girl, you almost had me doing something like that because we Ooh. posted that. And yesterday, Tyler, I get a call. Tyler, he got so excited on the playground and apparently bit one of his friends. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go home and bite the taste out of him and see if he likes it. <laughs> right see if he like it yeah, you know no. what I mean like Girl, what is yes. wrong with you them behaviors how you talk about Tyler I'm telling you that is exactly how my son used to be my son pulled the teacher arm so hard 
um one time she was like oh she had to go to the urgent care she was he was trying to you know run away from her and she grabbed him and he yanked her and bit her and oh it was God. a nightmare like I felt so and now I'm like should I do I have to pay for that you know <laughs> Listen, or do they have get to the point where I'm like yo y'all swipe my card every week for this daycare money okay y'all gonna deal with it <laughs> y'all just gonna deal with it but yeah he will Tyler is gonna be just fine he's just he's just trying to navigate it and figure yes he don't they don't know especially when they that little like after um because of course in play therapy I can't be in there and that like really killed me that I could not like be in there because I couldn't hear what he was saying but you know like they give you a report yeah. or have like a parent meeting and girl that therapist was and this was when he was five six she was like he's really depressed and I was like what he's five what do you girl, they be having the whole world on their shoulders yes he's really depressed he don't understand it just it makes me emotional talking about it because I know I can't I know how it felt for me but hearing that my son was depressed at five or six because he having all, right. all of these emotions and he don't know how to deal with it mm-hmm. and we and and te- well not maybe consciously or self-consciously teachers looking at him like he bad right that's <laughs> gotta it get out of here. He, he bad, bad. that's it but he was not he was not none of that stuff and looking at where he's been where he is now I'm like ha ha you know yeah. So Tyler's gonna be just fine. Do not let them put anything that you are not comfortable with. Girl, do not let them people push that on you. At the end of the day, like this, your child. If you want to yeah. medicate him for his ADHD, you that's your business. If you don't, right. that's your business too. Right. And just like you, I'm trying the multivitamins. Um, Tyler had um speech therapy. Well, he still does speech therapy, even though he don't need it right now because he's a complete chatterbox, but <laughs> um he started speech therapy same thing he just wouldn't slow the hell down to listen to the words and pronounce them properly right once you look him in the face and say hey tyler look at me look at me say play play he'll say it but he just listening and was learning how to speak just from whatever he could hear beside the wind when he running away Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so to speak with speech therapy he was able to sit down learn and do all that stuff and that showed me that between speech therapy behavioral therapy he'll be just fine now while the yes. behavioral therapy people they don't call me from may and told me they was verifying insurance and we damn near close in june oh and I lord heard nothing but that's what it will be once they do call me and you know I'm over there myself just you know like I say learning little things on the internet and incorporating them into my daily stuff um do you think that you have ADHD I know you said you were looking at his dad and you just saw all that energy in his dad but do you see ADHD in yourself I honestly don't know because I'm like have I have I just been so anxious all the time that maybe it's truly um ADHD I don't know his dad has been diagnosed with ADHD though oh I don't know if I have it I dabble like do I should I have an evaluation but a lot of the because I have no like I am just so not no hyper (laughs) (laughs) but you know also it shows differently in girls right inattentiveness and the dream world were yes. you down here with us or you used to be dreaming? 
Oh, no, no, no. So I've always been type A, like I need a list, but I'm like, is that a part of ADHD too? Like I need a list. <laughs> I mean, I cannot thrive without like, no, my notes app, girl. Like I have like a million notes. Like, that first is do this, that I've then do in. this. Like I literally just told my friend the other day about some of the lists that I make. And mm-hmm. because I, it's weird because it doesn't look like it should be my personality, but I'm always making lists. Yes. I make a list for not just grocery lists, but things I'm about to do. Like if I feel like I got (laughs) way too many errands, I got to write that thing down. Like saying, or it won't get done. It won't get done. It won't get done if it's not in my Google calendar and I need lists, but it don't fit my personality. You know, I'm cool and stuff. So yeah, (laughs) I don't tell people about my list. (laughs) Yeah. I have to have it. I'm like, okay. One thing that um that worries me, and I know it's it's just based on our life and our situation. Um, when they talk about ADHD a lot, they talk about the impulsiveness, you know, you mm-hmm. growing up with the impulsiveness. And um I just think about his dad a lot when I'm thinking about that part of the ADHD, you know. Mm-hmm. Um his dad passed away from a motorcycle accident. And before that happened, we were together total. We were together 12 years. Oh my God. Yes, girl. Long ass 12 years. And when I think about the 12 years that we were together before he passed, this dude always was in some shit. car breaking down because you know we got hurricanes down here and he decided as soon as the hurricane is over that he got to get out there to see what Broward County is looking like boom yeah you messing up your cars constantly accidents he done broke bones like I'm hearing all these stories when he was younger how just quote-unquote bad he was just you know all over the place and I'm like my God, yeah, this gotta this this gotta be some type of genetic stuff. Mm-hmm. But I worry, I worry because of that. The impulsiveness of ADHD worries me because it says that that's it, it creates young mortality. All right. How do you feel about that? Um. So I feel that I see, and that was the ultimate why me and his dad decided not to be together because I just could not deal with that. I cannot deal with you at four a.m going out finding a dog now you done adopted the dog now we got a dog you know it, it was just crazy this, yes. but um I feel that it's important to have early interventions with our children mm. for his for my situation with his dad his dad didn't have any early interventions because we were growing up in a time where you know millennials I don't know our parents like ah you know they just be okay. good old country be kids. Okay. Boys will be boys. Yeah, yeah. They just this how they act in the country, and you know that uh city kids, all this crazy, you know, just misconceptions or notions of the time. Yeah. And I think as adults, when we grow, like we have to forgive our parents for how they raised us because they were raising us for the time that they were in, yes, but not ma'am. taking that with our kids. Like if you. What worked for our parents in the 90s is not going to work for our our kids in the 2000s and beyond. Yeah. Like you cannot different say things that they're fighting against social media. Yes. yes. You cannot say, oh, well, my parents, and I, that was big with his dad. Like, oh, you know, 
I act the same way. And I called his, um, I ended up calling his mom. And I was like, you know, why didn't you get any help for him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this could have, this could have helped your grandkids. Yeah. This, you know, this could have stopped a lot of, or alleviated a lot of stress that I'm feeling as a mom. Mm-hmm. If you, and then I felt bad because I was just pointing a finger <laughs> and I'm like, you should have did something with, with him. This your fault, man. Yes, it's rolling over on me now and it's not fair. But you yeah. know, she was like, it's not, you know, I did the best that I could do. Yeah. And for her to say that to me, I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm really stressed because your your son now is my son. And Period. he acting just like his daddy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do. And she was, you gotta figure it out. Do not look to what your parents, you know, what either good or bad. You know, we just have to forgive them for how they raised us. If it was poor and hold ourselves accountable for what we do with our children. So to answer your question, I think it's very big to have early interventions with our kids, whether it be hyperactivity, impulsiveness, just them navigating the world to be a productive citizen. It's on us to be like, hey, you know. I'm teaching you this now so that when you get, you know, 22, you're not out here trying to change a flat in the middle of the night on a um, flooded road. Stay at the house. Stay (laughs) at the house. You know, yeah. Okay, so my last thing is I just wanted to know if you have any tips outside of what we talked about. Do you have any tips for um, mothers dealing with a newly diagnosed or even, yeah, from even before, how do you deal with a child that, you know, is energetic or lack thereof because it's both sides? What are tips for a, a mother dealing with this stuff? I think one of the the main thing I would tell myself is stop taking everybody else's situation as my own. Your experience mm-hmm. and your journey with your kids is yours. So, and I say that because like we said earlier, you're looking at other people with their kids and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, why is that not happening for me? Or maybe, cause then, well, for me personally speaking, I'll be like, oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> it can't be that bad, you yes. know, it, or it'll get better eventually. So mm-hmm. I'm minimizing my experience to, to say, so take your ego, like take the ego, put it in the trash can and forgive yourself for things that you didn't know. Because we're we're in the I have to tell my son that all the time because he'd be like you you're grumpy at work today are you okay this is my <laughs> eight year old asking me this and I'm like no you know I'm not okay I'm before and I wish this was something my mom would have told me like before I'm your mom I'm an individual yes, you know ma'am. we need to let ourselves have feelings and emotions about things so that we can figure out how to navigate it gracefully besides just, you know, like, oh, I'm the worst. And I dealt with that so much. Like I suck. I didn't have no business having this man, baby. You know, (laughs) all this, (laughs) all this stuff. Just, you know, say it, forgive yourself. Then let's start building some solutions, sis, because beating yourself up is going to hurt you and it's going to hurt your kids. So just- 
get all that stuff out. I feel so much better since mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I done been about it. Let's go find some solutions. I love that tip. All about solutions, all about just, you know, forgiving yourself. My tip is actually to learn your kid. My yeah. tip is to literally sit and watch your kid when he's playing by himself, when he's playing with others. Learn your kid's temperament. See what, you know, you can do to minimize certain things. Try lists. Try, you know, the 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 clocks and the alarms. Try everything because something is going to work. Something is going to click and you are going to be fine. Right. You agree? I agree. Yeah, whatever works. Yes, whatever works for them. Mm-hmm. Because I have so as much positive feedback that I get about that page is met with just as much negativity. Like yeah. that don't work. <laughs> yeah. Or that's yeah. stupid. And I'm like, hey, you know, this might work for me and 20 other people and you the one who it and don't work okay. for. And that's exactly that is okay. Just find what works best for just you. Keep trying. Yes. Just keep trying. Now I want to get into you as an individual, just like you said. What do you do for self-care, honey? Because it is important. Girl, I done bought me about 10. It's Bath and Body Works having semi-annual sale. <laughs> I done ordered me about 10 candles. Yes. Stress relief. So I really like, I'm getting into doing stuff for myself that don't have to look luxurious. Because I felt like I was re- really being on escapism. Yeah. Um, like before my son got died, I'm like, I'm going on a trip. I'm leaving the country. Go over your daddy's house. I'm leaving the country. Period. I think I went to like four countries, like on one country a month. Mm-hmm. And I was just running, like running, yeah. even though it was fun. Now I took some cute pictures. Of course. But <laughs> I would be there, like I would be, you know, on the beach somewhere and just sad. Because you didn't <laughs> know. You didn't running. even know what it was when you were taking those trips. Yeah. I'm like, you know? I'm just running from my problems but now I'm being on you know just spoiling myself and like hey yes, don't be yourself up today and yes. go buy a candle but I'm being on aromatherapy like all those essential oils and stuff like that I love them oh yes me too girl and I am all about a trip you hear me I since Tyler's been really little though like I've always been like Tyler is a lot okay and yeah I am going to go to brunch. I am going to take a bath. Like, I remember arguing with Mike for like hours one one Mother's Day because he was like, you know, you need to be here. (laughs) I was like, fuck everybody. I want to be in this bathroom for at least an hour. Yes, no interruptions. No interruptions, please. He should not feel bad about that. Somewhere he came back. (laughs) I'm still in the bathroom. He 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 opening the doors. You know, real real (laughs) quiet. Like, are you okay? Yes, I am fine. Just leave me alone. I am fine as long as you close that door. Yeah, they miss your business. Whatever, whatever that's for you, like finding something that's just for you is yeah. the best thing. Cause I'm like, I like my aromatherapy, my candles. Now when this, these restrictions start opening up now, I might start getting gone again, yes, but it won't honey. be a sense of me like escaping. Like I gotta go, you know, just right. <laughs> running into the night. It'll be like, I'm really just out here enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. Everything is going okay. And even when it don't go okay, like I know how to figure it out. Right. Right. Exactly. It's just, just like you said, once you're in the know, you could deal with it. You could find a solution. You could just work it on out. So 
Yeah, man. I am really happy for this conversation today because I am on the side of those moms who just, we don't know what the hell going on. We just, we just going <laughs> we through don't. it. And we don't. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just really happy for this interview for my tribe. Um, now to get back into regular LL conversation, I know that you are a Beyonce lover. So oh, yeah. I wanted to know your thoughts on Trick Daddy saying Beyonce can't sing, which is different <laughs> from singing. What are your thoughts? The, those are one of those things where I'm like, you just have to let we have we seen her respond? No. The it's queen like has why not. Yes. Why why would we why would we reply to something like that? And that can apply to like why would why would you, you know, even pay attention to somebody that's like, oh, that's not real. You know, he just need a whooping. Why? Why would we even give that our attention? It's just stupid. Like, who is Trick Daddy now? Who is Trick Daddy now? And I be feeling so bad for him because I can look at him and tell, like, he has some... If if he don't have no emotional issues, he definitely got some health issues he's going through. He got all types of stuff. He got Lucas, he over there carrying cocaine and getting arrested for DUIs. He got a lot of things to be worried about instead of Beyonce. Yeah, come on, brother. Because I love our men. I love black men but we what we're not gonna do is sit up here and discredit Beyonce for her singing when she gave us lemonade she gave us a live album all the time okay he I'm just like come on now trick daddy at least Trina back up she like I'm not in that (laughs) right Trina she left him high and dry okay she was like ain't no trick daddy yeah he just needs something else to do that's the what is your what's one of your favorite sayings not songs but where she's singing i don't know i love i love beyonce's like when she do like live thing i think i start every day like with um is it black is king or whatever that thing is on disney plus right now yeah like yeah, it yeah. is such a big the whole album is just like oh my god i go from crying to laughing to like okay girl like yes, it's everything like vibe. just watch yeah start your day with the video and just let it play it's one of those things like I can just let it play and my mm-hmm. son will be like oh but she got Beyonce and her candles on leave her alone I'm like I'm glad you know <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm a telltale sign sis is in her own world yeah. mind your yes. business I'm minding my be- I'm plotting now I'm trying to work some stuff out leave me alone <laughs> but he knows <laughs> Period. My favorite though is resentment. I love that song. Oh my god, that was a that's an oldie but goodie. Cause she was singing, okay? Yeah, she, she was, singing. was singing. She was hurt, boy. Had us ready to beat Jay Z up or whoever she was talking about. Okay, <laughs> I'm telling you, that song take me to another world. So, Trick Daddy, good luck on that, honey, and good luck with your business because the Beehive is all up in them Google's review, honey. Okay, I'm I'm like y'all, we can't. We can't take him because he don't know. I'm so like one of those. He said so oh, much bullshit man. though. It was all crap. He's just he's he's coming from an ignorant place, and mm-hmm. I, I think because maybe because I'm a cancer, I'm like we gotta help. We gotta help them. We Wait gotta a help minute. them. What, just, you know, you know, I did gotta... notice that you are a cancer, cancer gang. Yes, I'm When's a your cancer. Birthday? My birthday is coming up, um, July 18th. July. I'm the 20th. Okay, girl. Yes. And you over there talking about girl. you quiet and you this and you uh-uh. You I a little am. crazy. Yeah, nobody knows that just like us. You know, nobody knows that. It's only reserved for like special, you know, events. 
situation. Where did these come from? I'm like, you know, I don't like to bring it out. Y'all done penetrated Michelle. Period. And now this is what this is what's happened. Now right. I done told you. <laughs> they don't believe you when you say just leave me in there, sis. Just yes, just, just let me just leave let me, me chill. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but we we gotta help him. Right. Trick daddy, come come on to the meeting. But yeah, they haven't responded. It's like stuff like that. What is that old saying? A circus don't attend the circus of clowns or something. Right. They're saying is that like, one. Just let it be. <laughs> that one. We just gonna let it be. They the peasants. Don't even respond. Yes. Don't even respond. I feel you. Okay, so tell these lovely people where they can find you and anything you got going on right now. Plug, plug, plug. Well, so we, like I said earlier, we just released a book on Amazon. It's called Diggy's Discovery Day. So I feel like it's a really good book for anybody who wants to get an insight about ADHD evaluations or diagnosis of what does it look like in the school situation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on my Instagram page and you can find my Instagram at ADHD Parent. And then you can connect with me and see all of the neat stuff that we're doing um, over the next few months, because I intend on doing some like IEP consults or like classes or something like that, because I'm learning like a lot of us don't understand special education or we, or it's expensive. Like, you know, the special education lawyers and advocates. Yeah. The cost can get out of control really fast. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at like building something cheaper and economical that more parents can become educated on what it is and what it can look like for their kids. I like that. I like that a lot. All right, y'all. Thank you one more time for stopping into the lipstick laundry and educating us. Okay. And just being funny and being cool. Oh, thank you, girl. I appreciate you. You've been the most you. gracious host. Let me know how Tyler is doing. Like, now that's our buddy. Yes, so we girl. have to get his birthday and everything so we can send him a book. Because I, I'm telling you, like, listening to you talk about him, like, that's what was going on with my son. And, and he God, is going to be. I know that you are ahead of it. me so I could see the future. Jesus. Yeah, I'm like, you can't see it now. Because if somebody would have told me he would have been doing this good now when he was five, I would have looked at them and said, get out of my face. Okay. Get out of my face. This is too much right now, but he's going to be just fine. And you're going to be like, oh my God, like I did it. You're going to feel redemption. You'll be redeemed. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate you, girl, because I'm telling you, it don't sound right when a stranger (laughs) telling you, oh yeah, he a boy, he'll be all right. But from you, that means everything. Yes, girl, he will be just fine. Okay, guys, I really hope y'all enjoyed that episode. Y'all know me. If I'm going through it in my life, I'm going to find me an Instagrammer and we're going to talk about it. Okay, if y'all know Shiny going to do one thing is figure it out. And that's what I did. I'm really happy that I met Devin. And, you know, her page makes me happy because I find a tribe of other moms going through similar things. If you are one of them, hit her up. Okay, now please feel free to drop your drawers regularly, not even specially just for the live, but drop your drawers regularly at the lipstick laundry podcast at gmail.com. Okay, that's where you can tell me all your episode ideas. Tell me, you know, tell me your problems. Tell me your fantasies. 
tell me anything, okay? You can also go to my website at lipsticklaundry.com for all your merch. If you want pills to keep that thing wet or lingerie to put that body in, okay? Just go ahead, go on the website. It got all the ways you can listen to me, everything. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Lipstick Laundry Podcast. On Twitter, we are Lip Laundry. We are officially everywhere. I need y'all to like, comment, subscribe, and fuck with me the real way, okay? Like, if you really have an iPhone, do the little one little step. Maybe it's two. I don't know. I'm really not an iPhone person, but this is important. Okay, so I need you to go on there, hit follow, subscribe. Go ahead, even leave a little comment. Tell them you love me. Just be productive, and we will talk to each other next week. Okay, bye.